Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome, welcome to Every Youth Matters. This is Dr. John Tan. I thank you for joining me in this episode because we'll be looking at how we as parents and caring adults can support social development in our teens. So it is about the social developmental aspect of a teenager. And the key word here, particularly during social development in teens, will be the words friends or peers, friends or peers. Friends or peers appear to be the number one important thing in a teen's life. It may appear that way because a teen may be wondering how they will be perceived in the eyes of their friends. Would they consider you know, whatever they've done to be okay or will it be not okay? Will they be part of the group or will they be ostracized? All right? So that seems to be the big, big thing. However, I'd like to share a few points and then also share some tips about how we can help as adults, all right? even in the face of teens seeing their friends as being important. right? So the fact remains that uh, while it may seem that acceptance uh, being or being accepted by friends um, would be the priority of teenagers. Families also need to, or rather families are needed, all right, for the teens to support, to provide the primary support, to provide the affection and decision-making. This is the base. This would be the context. If that context is stable, then they would feel the confidence to, um, you know, yes, to listen to their peers, but then filter whatever the peers say with regards to acceptance or social norm or whatever, that the internal locus on the value of the teens does not depend or does not need to be shaped primarily by their friends, but only if they have a solid base back home. And that solid base back home means that there is a caring parent, a guardian, that looks for looks out for the best interests of the child, and the child seems to know it and believe it. That is their secure attachment that must be first created before they go out there and... Uh, it, it will be an unwise move if we as adults try to block them from making friends, right? So we need to be thinking of how the child or the youth or the teenager would want to develop healthily, how to develop healthy peer relationships. And when we say healthy, that means they learn together to grow as a community. They learn interdependence with their friends at first, 
right? And then later on with community members. But for friends, I would think then that if friends will just be allowed to be the only or sole conduit by which our teenagers will build their values, then it becomes a dangerous proposition. And sometime earlier in this whole podcast show, I did mention that a parent really needs to know their child's friends. You really need to know your child's friends because you do not want them to just gain or build solely their values from their friends. All right? It has to be from a secure base before you, you know, let your child wander about with friends with knowing that you have already based that secure attachment in their hearts and in their fabric. Right, and beyond that, then it's about a boundary issue. Boundaries mean they are rather the basis, the foundation from which the values uh, are based on. We look at boundaries being discussed earlier during cool times with our teenagers, so they know the reason behind why certain boundaries are there. And that is to protect them and that is to ensure that it will give them the highest possibility for them to um, grow up as competent adults. And I think that it's a mutually set um, age-appropriate time where the teenager grows older, then more and more sharing of this responsibility of boundary setting becomes appropriate right and so the 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 teen needs to feel that he or she is loved in order to go out and experience relationship and uh, they would go through ups and downs they'll be very natural and sometimes their forays will result in them not um you know, maybe they're just being hurt. And when they are hurt, they need to go back to that base to kind of uh, replenish and uh, rearm before they understand. Now, without that secure base and attachment, then friends become the most natural conduit and the context in which the teenager will be victim, socialized where the, the teenager will learn how to interact. So the context of peers and friends, which is why for us as youth workers, we are concerned when we talk about peer pressure. We like to lean towards positive peer pressure rather than negative peer pressure. And negative peer pressure would come when the teenager is surrounded by friends who themselves don't have very secure values and think about putting the context of um, you know experimentation and risk taking then it, it it presents a very powerful um, you know formula for trouble <laughs> I remember when I was in my teen years way back then I kind of draw the lessons and then later on it impacts my youth work uh, career thus far 
and drawing the 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 lessons about peers, good friends and bad friends. And somehow in my growing up years, mixing around with the bad friends crowd, so-called bad friends, tend to gravitate more for me because of their attractiveness. Wow, they were really cool. They were brave and they did all kinds of these things compared to so-called my good crowd. So I spend more time <laughs> with this uh, group of uh, boys and we will get into all kinds of escapades and scripts. When I look back, I realize that I could do it only because there's a protective factor that I do have very secure base back home and that included my father <laughs> who executes the discipline in the household. So it was back then in that generation where, you know, fathers would really, really give it to their child in just enforcing that value of uh, societal, uh, I would say, follow the rules because it protects us. And so for us at the very um, playful stage, it became something that wow, you know, there's there's a secure thing back home. I, I didn't know all about I, I didn't know about this at all. All I knew was having fun with my friends and getting into trouble, and uh, yet I wasn't that influenced by my friends' way of thinking because I had someone that I can check back with. Uh, going back and discussing with the parents sometimes that, hey, I have this friend who says this. And of course, the uh, generation uh, gap will come in and my parents say, what on earth are you talking about? You know, This is the way we do it. I was thinking about it. Of course, I rebelled, but in the end, I'm thinking, hmm, it makes sense. Huh? It makes sense. And, and so it was a protective factor. And so in presenting um, some support for our teens as they go through social development. It is very important. Once again, I must reiterate as caring adults, as parents, you really need to know who your child is hanging out with, who are they mixing with, what kind of value system do they subscribe or ascribe with or ascribe to, and be a positive influence of change in thinking long-term, in thinking secure boundaries. And then for the child to feel that you are really with them, it makes a lot of uh, secure attachment values for them so that they will not need to depend on another context for their social development. Now, there's a lot of things to unpack, but I look forward to uh, doing this in the Every Youth Matters podcast, where I'll invite you back. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com. That is drjohntan.com. While there, do subscribe to Every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is I-N-S-T-A-N-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-L-E-A-D-E-R.com. Instantpodcastleader.com. 
If you do just that, you will get a free ebook called Inspire, Connect, and Elevate Your Online Reputation. So, till the next episode, remember, we're in it together for every youth matters.